Hello and welcome to the Vacation Rental Success Podcast. This episode is brought to you by the kind sponsorship from Beyond. Founded by revenue management veterans from the airline and hospitality industries, Beyond is the leading revenue management software for vacation rental owners and managers. Listen in for the mid-episode break where you can find out how Beyond can help you and your vacation rental business. Let's get started. Here's your host, Heather Bayer. Well, today I am talking to the industry's dynamic duo. That's Elaine and Lance Stitcher of Seaside Vacations. They've been on the show before. And today they're joining us to talk about the recent Chicago Spring VRMA Forum or the VRMA Spring Forum in Chicago and telling us what they learned, what they saw, who they met and all that other good stuff. So listen in. This is the Vacation Rental Success Podcast, keeping you up to date with news, views, information and resources on this rapidly changing short-term rental business. I'm your host, Heather Bayer, and with 25 years of experience in this industry, I'm making sure you know what's hot, what's not, what's new and what will help make your business a success. Welcome to another episode of the Vacation Rental Success Podcast. This is your host, Heather Bayer, and as ever, super delighted to be back with you. You know what FOMO is, you know, fear of missing out. And, you know, I I certainly felt it last month when, last month, that's back in April of 2022, when the VRMA held its spring forum in Chicago. And... I mean, I know they had the international conference back in 2021 in San Antonio, but it seemed that like that was a little bit muted. It was towards the end of the pandemic. And although, you know, a lot of people went, I didn't get that much feedback from it as to, you know, how, how well it had gone down and how well received it was by the attendees, how many people were there, et cetera. I, I suppose I could have done some research, but I didn't. So... I was so excited about the Spring Forum in Chicago, as everybody else seemed to be as well. It was like, oh my gosh, you know, we are coming out of this two years of whatever the two years of it was, and we are going to really kick off by getting back together again, networking, and having a fantastic time. Unfortunately, for me, it fell at a time when we were heading back north from Alabama to Ontario. And the stars just didn't align for me to be able to fly into Chicago and fly back, pick up the RV, go home, leave my husband and the dog again. So I missed it. Long, the short story is I missed the Chicago Spring Forum. And by all accounts, it was a really great event. It was just this coming together of all these wonderful industry folks. And you know how I feel about conferences and events. I think everybody must go to at least one of these a year, regardless of whether you are a single property operator or you know, if you are a big property manager, then yes, you're going to go to these events. But VRMA are beginning to gear some of their output to the smaller operator. And I love to see that. You know, this is, it, it's important. It's important that they spread the, the, the knowledge and the networking 
to everybody and not just confine it to to the big property management companies. So that was great to see. So, you know, upcoming, there's there's other events. There's Amy Highnotes Data and Revenue Management Conferences, and she's doing some smaller conferences as well. You can see all of those on VRM Intel, and I'll put a link to those in the show notes. I'm going to the direct booking summit. I think it's is it direct booking success summit. I'm not sure, but it's a direct booking summit in Miami in October. Really looking forward to that one. You know, I'm, I'm, we are 100% direct book. Obviously I want to go. I want to share some of my knowledge. I'm doing a presentation alongside Jody Bourne. If you listened to last week's session that I did with Jody, uh, we're talking about, well, I'm not telling you what we're talking about. You'll have to go to the direct booking summit, uh, um, Direct Booking Success Summit. I'll get this right, I promise. The Direct the direct Booking Summit in Miami. You'll have to go to their website and find out uh, what we're talking about. And there's going to be a ton of really great people there giving you all those hints and tips on how to book direct. It's going to be a really important event in this year of conferences and events. And there's a number of other conferences, events out there. Uh, I believe Amy has a list of all of them on VRM Intel. So just go there and take a look. But I really do encourage you to go. So I didn't get to Chicago. Many people did. And I thought, who should I get to come along and talk about what it was like what the best knowledge was out there, if they went to the seminars and the presentations, what were the best new products, what nuggets they came away with, and and anything else they could share. And I hear and see a lot from Lance and Elaine Stitcher from Seaside Vacations. I call them the dynamic duo because these, these guys are so enthusiastic and out there with everything that they're learning and what they know about this industry. So I've invited uh, Lance and Elaine to come along and share with me what they felt was the magic of the VRMA Spring Forum. Now, as in the last seven or so episodes, we're going to break in the middle to have a word from beyond. I said it again, we're going to have a word from beyond. Our sponsors. And Ryan's joining me today to talk about not just revenue management, but the other things that Beyond can offer. And he's talking about something called insights, which is really insightful. <laughs> really, it's it's really interesting. So make sure you listen to the mid-roll break when I talk to Ryan Saylor of Beyond. So without further ado, let's move on over to my interview with Lance and Elaine. Well, welcome. I'm delighted to have with me today Lance and Elaine Stitcher. And for the third time in this uh, this episode, I'm calling them the dynamic duo. <laughs> we see them all over the place on forums and Facebook groups and sending feedback from, from places they have been to. And one of them, of course, is the Chicago Spring Forum, which we're going to be talking about today. Uh, so welcome. Thank you so much for joining me. It is so good to be here. And we sit here in a very different atmosphere than we did last time we sat with you two years ago. Wow. Yes. Well, you know, you we last spoke probably, it was over a year ago, probably 18 months ago, I think. And uh, the pandemic was then in full swing. Just bring us up to date on what's happened with you and the, the company, Seaside Vacations, over that last 18 months. 
So over the last 18 months, we've had a lot of challenges, a lot of opportunities. We've had some wins, a few losses, and learned an awful lot along the way. For Seaside Vacations in particular, we've continued to grow a good bit. We probably, I don't remember last time we spoke, but we were probably around 150, and now we're closer to 300. <gasps> That's um, amazing. Yeah, Astonishing. <laughs> Yes, we've had we've had some we've had some opportunities that have come our way. All of the growth has been organic, but we've had some opportunities, and uh, it's been it's been exciting. Our staff has grown with us. Working through the COVID issues was one thing. The the guests have uh, changed a little bit along the way. They've gone through different cycles of what their fears and concerns are. Uh, last year, the some people had termed it the revenge traveler. We had to deal with that. We've dealt with. We've dealt with some Airbnb up and downs, and mm-hmm. that's a that's an ongoing love-hate relationship. You hear me grunting in the background. <laughs> and then, you know, after, so we were very fortunate in that for us, 2020 ended up being a record-breaking year. And then 2021 blew that out of the water. Mm-hmm. And now we are dealing with different owners who have the same expectations that the last two years have have shown and we're working on a lot of owner education and we're dealing with a lot more micromanaging with some of our owners than I think we ever have. That's, it's that's definitely another transitional time. That's really interesting to hear you say that because it's sort of mirroring what's happening, you know, up, up here in my company. Um, you know, the same 2020 was a great, was the best year ever and 2021 blew that out of the water. And what we're seeing in, in 22 is this huge influx of owners just Everybody who's bought something has to rent yes. it out. But you're absolutely right. Tell me about some of these expectations they're coming with. So, you know, f- some of the people that we work with, we've worked with for, you know, quite a while, and they've, they've owned their rentals for years. And they're typically, they just need a reminder um, of what 2017, 18, 19 looked like. And then they usually, um, they calm down a little bit, and then they understand that the factors that created the last the frenzy over the last 18 months just can't be duplicated. If we look at last year, you had the schools closed, you had people working from home, you had home education, experiential travel, uh, stimulus checks, two rounds of stimulus checks in in the United States, in the uh, down here, the it seemed like the entire world went on vacation. Prices, when, when bookings accelerated, pricing increased, um, also contributing to, to record revenue for owners. So we had record high ADRs, record high occupancy, and, and extremely happy owners. But now we're, 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 we're coming back down. For us, we're still seeing ADR is up, but occupancy is kind of returning to normal um, because we're a seasonal drive-to destination. And when the kids are in school, people just can't take vacations middle week in March and April. Right. And we were packed this time last year. And so we're dealing with a lot of concerns about a lighter spring. And, um, and you know, we attended a Virginia Tourism Summit fairly recently. And the statistic was that 71% of the people who plan to take a trip this year had not booked yet. So we're seeing that people are booking later. Mm-hmm. They're kind of, I mean, we have, we're dealing with a war. We're dealing with inflation and gas prices going up. And I think it will ultimately be fine in terms of guests still wanting to travel, but it could be a different guest. It could be the guest that used to drive 10 hours to one destination now may want to take a three-hour trip. Mm-hmm. And I think they're just kind of holding back and waiting to see what happens in the world and booking later. Yes. But I mean, for us, we were we were shut down in 2020 and 2021. We were shut down throughout the, 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 the early to late spring. 
So I'm not sure what June would have been like last year if, we, if we'd been open. But, and we were open for just the last couple of weeks of June. And that was just booked out from the moment yeah. that they opened us up. And so we've had some owners say, well, why do I, do I not have those June weeks booked now? Exactly the same reasons. Exactly right. so, the and same. And bless your so. heart, Heather, you dealt with more up and downs <laughs> in terms of shutting down than anyone else I saw. Yeah, that was uh, that that was crazy. I mean, it was three months of shutdown in 2020, and then yet last last year they shut us down uh, the day after Christmas Day, and they opened us up on the 8th of June, I think. Oh, with, with a two-week break, we had a two-week hiatus in February where they said, "Oh, the numbers are getting better. We'll open it up again." And that yeah, two weeks that lasted. Oh wow! And we had a conversation yesterday with a new client, a new owner that kind of sums up the entire the last two years perfectly. At the end of 2020, when things were good, he bought his first short-term rental in the Outer Banks. At the end of 2021, he bought one in Chincoteague Island, Virginia, which is one of our markets. And we had a really long conversation with him yesterday, and it was a great conversation, but part of that was uh, explaining he's only known vacation rentals since the fall of 2020. And we had a chat about what to expect in 2022 and 2023. And it was it was eye opening for Mm -hmm. him. Yeah. And, you know, this is funny. We were having a conversation about data this morning. I'm the creative one. He's the numbers guy. Together, I always say that we make one mostly normal person. (laughs) But one of the one of the things we were talking about was that if you are not working with this data and paying attention to it, you're, you're not able to give your owners the right information mm-hmm. and the right tools. And Lance, you should you should talk a little bit more about this. But this is it's more relevant than ever. You have to be paying attention to it, even if you're not a numbers person. Yeah, uh, it is. And I guess at this point, we'll shift the conversation away from what's happened over the yeah. last 18 months to we'll go into conference takeaways. Yeah, uh, ex- exactly. The Chicago conference was the uh, sort of the, I, I, I mentioned the introduction, you know, there was San Antonio last fall and, and I didn't hear a great amount from it. It just seemed like this spring forum was the one that everybody was excited to attend. Let's, let's kick off with your just overall impression of the conference. It's the first real one, I guess, for, for a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, oh, it, it seemed was- like everybody was so excited. Yes. And that was definitely the feeling throughout the entire time we were there. Just so good to see everyone again and to discuss all the things that have changed and all the things that we were fired up about, worried about, angry about. It was just good to be able to reconnect in that way. We've all kept in touch over the years. You know, we've taken different trips when we can't go when we can't go to a conference, we'll go to visit one of our friends to kind of learn from them. So we've all kept in touch, but it was just good to sit down and be able to to talk again. Yes, there was a lot of energy in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, people were excited to be there. People were excited to get out. Vendors were happy to see clients mm-hmm. in person. Vacation rental managers were happy to actually see vendors in person. A lot of new people in the business, and I swear they're all twenty years old. <laughs> <laughs> there are, there is a ton of young talent and young energy that has entered the business. But this was a first for us, and that we took a significant portion of our staff to the event. And I came home with two sets of conference takeaways. Having actually completed a little over a decade in the business now, I I, I view it with a different set of eyes than somebody who is a little bit younger and Mm -hmm. this was their first time attending. For me, and, and I believe for Elaine as well, the conferences are great. The sessions are always interesting. 
but we really pull you know we pull as much value away from the time between sessions and in the vendor forum networking with peers having chats with vendors outside of the sessions a lot of the uh, in fact at this particular conference it was a whirlwind we were busy from 7 a.m. to yeah. 11 p.m. every day because just about every minute of every day was spent talking with somebody yeah. And we prepared our staff for this before we took them. You know, we said your education is not only sitting in these sessions during the, the breakfast, the afternoon break. Sit with people you don't know. Gravitate towards people that you see have a name tag on that shows they're in the same department you are. And our staff, we brought um, our operations manager, our, our head reservationist, our marketing person. We brought five people in all, our Ocean City team. And they all came back completely fired up. Two of them said to me, my goal by this time next year is to be a panelist at the next conference, which I loved. And I was a panelist for the first time, which I was terrified about, but I had a good team next to me. So um, so all went well. Tell, but, tell um, me about your panel. What was that on? Owner acquisitions and retention. Oh, my, yeah. my, my favorite topic. My favorite yeah, topic. Yeah, it, and it certainly has changed. And what I was mentioning about micromanaging and things like that. Yeah, that, that uh, everyone is feeling that right now. Yeah, so so um, you know, just just coming back on that, when you were, you know, who else was on the panel with you? What what was the gist of what you were talking about? Terry White, Robin Cragen, and oh, for the life of me, now I'm drawing a blank on the last gentleman. It was the first time we had ever met. I'll have to come back to that. <laughs> but it was great, and of course, April was the moderator, and you know, she's always a blast. So it was a good session. Excellent, excellent. What about uh, what about you, Lance? Any any panels or any presentations or, or? No, no presentations for me this time. But um, he is more than open to doing one. I'm trying to get him back into education. Hint, hint. No, 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 uh, no presentations from me this time. But the there's there's a, there's a lot of discussions going on in the industry around revenue management and dynamic pricing and the differences between the two. And the successful people will layer in some level of understanding of data. I don't know the right term for it, but those three fields are going to merge for the successful people to to continue to be successful. And the people who are not working those angles are going to struggle in the future. Yeah, totally agree. What about um, other educational se- sessions you went to? Did, was was any anything that you went to the way you came away? Oh, um, you know, what really jumped. Yeah, this yeah. really jumped out at me. I actually left very excited about this. Our friend Justin Ford, everyone knows Justin. We attended a session that he was on about vacation rental safety. And there's been a big push. Everybody's slightly more aware of this than they were a couple of years ago. And it was really eye-opening. It was really eye-opening to hear of some of the experience that Justin and some other people personally, tragedies that they had to deal with that were very preventable. And, you know, we, one of our markets, Chincoteague Island, Virginia, consists of newer homes, but we have a lot of historic 100-year-plus old homes. Mm -hmm. So just thinking about trying to approach the safety side of things with these 100-year-old homes was completely overwhelming to me. But I also learned a little bit more and that it's really it's, you know, the old quote, how do you how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? And it's really not so overwhelming. You know, he taught us that there's certain little steps that you can do and who you should have in your staff doing them. And let's just say we're on the waiting list. It's I think it's something we all have to deal with. And now so we were staying in um, every time we travel now our eyes go everywhere you notice every little thing once you sit through this session so that was really eye-opening and i think a big change in our industry i don't ever remember there being a session about that before that i can recall 
some of my favorite sessions seem to revolve around, uh, I'll give props to one person here. Um, anybody over the age of 50, uh, Steve Milo's the new EF Hutton. When Steve Milo talks, oh, people listen. He was amazing. He was amazing this conference. Steve, if you're out there, you did a great job. We all left fired up and kind of hung on your every word. His 20 takeaways for 2022 yeah. um, was a good one. He did another session on his wins and losses where he owned to some of his past mistakes um, which is always tough to do. A man stood on stage and did that. It was awesome. You see that. <laughs> but no, so we had a great time. And then, you know, I pulled my staff and I asked for a, for, for a paper from everybody that attended on, you know, how you've got to justify taking you to this conference. How, did, how are we going to add value? Uh, what was important to you? What, what were your takeaways? Um, and to sum it up, the three names that came up in all five uh, responses Three names came up as uh, as great speakers. They were Steve Milo, Matt Landau, and Dirk Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh, we yeah, we are huge fans of all of them. Um, we've been we've been bringing all cleaning in house as well as starting to tackle some of our laundry slash linen issues. Our little island doesn't have sewer, and we're hell bent on being the first in our market to 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 you know to overcome all of this. So we always learn a ton from them and. Another really cool thing that came out of this conference was having some of the best and brightest in this business, Matt, Doug Kennedy, Dirk, come to us and say, you know what, we just met your team and they are all fired up and they were sitting in the front row to get that affirmation from them that our Mm -hmm. people are what we thought they were was amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I I think for any property management company of any size out there, taking your staff, you know, even if it's just one, even if it's just your general manager or um, housekeeping, you know, your housekeeping manager, that's amazing. But if you can take along a reservationist or two, that's even better. Absolutely. Just, uh, you know, because I, 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 I mean, we all know when we come away, come away from these things and we're just like bursting with mm-hmm. ideas. And it's very difficult, yeah. actually, as, you know, as, as a, a an operator, an owner operator to come home and share all that with everybody, share that enthusiasm. And they say, oh yeah, here she goes again. (laughs) And it's the experiences that make us better at what we do. One of our reservationists, she's 26 years old. This conference was the first time she flew on an airplane. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I mentioned that we recently took a vacation and we spent a few days with Tim Cafferty and his crew in a 12-bedroom house, just the two of us and our dog. It was hilarious. Um, not being one to want to travel with 24 of my closest friends is probably the only time I'll ever stay in a house like that. So that was pretty awesome. But as we were learning from his team and the way they do things, I looked at Lance and I said, you know, this is great that we can sit here and talk about this and we can go home and we can bring it all to our team. But next year, we're doing a retreat and we're bringing our team here to stay in one of these houses and see the way that they do things. It's all about experiences. It makes us all better at what we do. Exactly. Exactly. I love to hear that. You talked a a few minutes ago about revenue management and dynamic pricing. So I'm going to take this opportunity to break just for a short minute or two to have a word from our sponsors, who is Beyond. And I'm talking to Ryan Saylor and asking him today about what else Beyond actually does. hello again to Ryan Saylor at Beyond. And I know that Beyond offers more in addition to dynamic pricing. So tell me what what people can look for. 
Yeah. In the spirit of going beyond just pricing, we also offer a channel management tool that's called Relay. So that's an easy way to push out your listing inventory to all the online travel agencies like Airbnb, VRBO, Booking.com. We found that people make more money when your inventory is available on more channels. So it's, it's natural as a part of your revenue management strategy. So we offer that to all of our users. We also offer a direct booking engine. Um, so you can build your own direct booking website with Beyond. We manage uh, any updates or anything post-launch. And that's a great way to anchor your direct booking distribution strategy. So we offer that through our Signal product. We also offer Insights. So that's our free data and performance uh, analytics tool where you can summarize all of your listings or even just one of your listings and then compare them against the market. So Insights is really the hub of your revenue management strategy. So you always want to start there and then make changes in pricing or a relay or a signal or whatever it might be and use that. So Insights is, is free to join today. I recommend anybody who's not using Insights jump on there today and, and really start to get familiar with the data. But really, that's that's our all-in-one revenue management platform. We're a one-stop shop for maintaining your revenue management strategy and using it to, to win out against your competition. I love that you're addressing direct bookings as well, because, you know, it's a it's a movement. And, and it was good to hear uh, about the direct booking engine, too. Yeah, it's evergreen direct bookings. We always need more of them. Always want more. Thank you. Well, back again with Lance and Elaine Stitcher from Seaside Vacations. And that's a good segue, actually, having heard from Ryan Saylor at Beyond to talk about what was new in the vendor hall at the Chicago Spring Forum. Phew. A couple of years ago, if there was one company that did one thing, there are now five that do the very um, same thing. So we have a lot more options out there, more vendors than I've ever seen. Go ahead. I know you have a few things to say on this. Well, Elaine made the comment and she's right. It, it at, at times, some some of the some of the vendors, particularly for the new companies, they were a little bit aggressive. If they weren't, if they couldn't get your attention, they would they would get your attention. Of course, the wall of bacon is infamous now by Track um, or TravelNet Solutions. Um, that had my attention. I, I, it I was to good like and very clever. Um, but so for our staff that is that are new to the conferences, they did they toured the vendor hall and they came away with some new ideas and of course they all suffer from the shiny object syndrome. <laughs> um, which is perfectly fine because that's what happens the first few times you go to these. I use the vendor hall a little bit different this time in the to really drill down with the people that we work with, our property management software people. Um, our website people, uh, our dynamic pricing people were, were all present. And our we got to spend crew. our breezeway crew. And we, and we got to spend a lot of time with our vendors one on one to drill a little deeper into things that we, you know, may be able to do better or features that we weren't aware of that we're not using, those type of things. So, it's always fun to. Um to corner Airbnb with some questions and concerns I have when I can't get a human being. Yeah. So, so you're going to have to tell me about the wall of bacon um, or tell everybody about the wall of bacon. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> uh, we come, we come down the one track. morning. It was, it yeah, was track. It was traveling at solutions and they had, uh, they had this uh, wall of bacon. It's the best way to describe it. Somebody else coined the term, but I think it was attached with clothespins on like dowel rods and it, they had heat lamps on it. So they had, they had fresh warm bacon there one morning and not only did it smell good, it was amazing. And I'll tell you what, they got very lucky in that they had the said wall of bacon on a day when I think the only options for breakfast were muffins. <laughs> so they were very popular that day. 
Yeah, there was some some VRMA chatter. The lunches were good outside of the lunches, uh, the break rooms. Uh, you you couldn't find a bottle of water yeah. anywhere. So, but that's. Uh, that's an area where there's some some chance for improvement for me. Yeah, I mean, having having run an event, three events ourselves, I remember the one in San Antonio when we ran out of coffee, and yes. and that was, ah. you know, people let That's us that. know that they were not happy, and yeah. in turn we were not happy with the organisers, and and there was a lot going on, and yeah, it's it, it's tough when something like that happens, but. Uh, but the wall of bacon sounds really, really wall cool. Wall of bacon was good. Yeah, there's nothing, then, nothing better than bacon. <laughs> and then, you know, tying into the vendor, for, vendor forum and, and kind of another big conference takeaway, this will come as no surprise, but the, the merger and acquisition buzz at the conference mm. was at an all-new level. Shoo, yeah. Um, they were, uh, anybody who's buying was there. And mm-hmm. there were a lot of conversations had, and it was funny because if you would you would walk down the hall and turn a corner, and there was conversation going on that would get real quiet. And, so <laughs> and then it would resume again. So a lot of lot of hush hush conversations going on. And if you weren't thinking of selling, you were being told that you should be. <laughs> I can imagine. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I, so I've I've heard so many. Cool. I I mean I know of so many now that are you know mm-hmm. I'm hearing on the hush hush these the, all the all these negotiations are going on and you'll hear about it soon and. So it's it's quite interesting because I think we're going to hear. It is. There's still there's still a lot of uh, there's still a lot of money flowing into the industry. That that part that sector is alive and well. And as you said, I think that there'll be some other announcements uh, forthcoming over the next few months. Yeah, not by us. <laughs> yeah. So uh, was was there anything? You know, I'm I'm I think that's what I miss by not going to these things is actually being able to walk up and down the vendor halls and find some of those little. You know, those little booths that are just tucked away with something that perhaps you've never heard of before, something innovative. And were there any of those that, that caught your eye? Well, the one that we will, we did not get to spend time with because they seem to always be busy that we were, our Elaine's interest in particular was peaked was, was Sojo. So we are circling back to them. In fact, I got an email from Max yesterday. That's that's somebody that we want to circle back to. The the products that they offer, their their soap sponges, uh, um, you know, amenity products. I hadn't heard there of that was, one. I hadn't heard of that. There one. were so many vendors, and the the hall was so crowded at all times that actually made it it made spending time with any of them a little more <laughs> challenging. Honestly, I, I, it's the biggest gathering of vendors I can ever remember seeing. Wow. Well, our Ocean City team um, really enjoyed spending some time with Explory, um, right. but they actually have an exclusive in that market, so we didn't, uh, we didn't spend a lot of time with them. We sent the team out to, to explore some of the new vendors, and we really did this trip. We focused our energy on our, on our core people that we work with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I think that is, I mean, to me, to actually go, I mean, we, we, use, uh, we use Real Tech to build our website. We work with RNS or our PMS. So just having that time to go and talk to these guys and of course Touch Day, which which I love to be able to go and talk to Tyan Marsink is is always a pleasure for me. Um, and we did we got to spend a few minutes with Tyan. Uh, <laughs> which is always always uh, one of my favorite people to always visit a pleasure. with. Um, that is one of the things we so if you've been been in this industry for a few years, you do have all these relationships and people that you look forward to seeing. 
And with the Spring Forum being two days, it and it truly was a whirlwind. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so, some of our old friends we we got to say hi to and we saw, but we didn't get to spend any meaningful time with, and that was that was a little bit disappointing. But that's just the nature of the the conference. And that's what other conferences are are for. Our dear friend Dan Layfield always used the hashtag conferencing so hard. And it's been a joke for years. And, you know, what you don't get from one conference, you pick up at another. You know, we went to Darm last year, which was amazing. And we're planning to go again this year. For the first time, we're attending the Executive Summit in early June. We're really excited about Mm -hmm. that. You know, each one has different focuses, different levels of education. And it's nice to, it's you know, we're fortunate this year in that we can go to several of them. We plan to go to international again. You know, we have all these plans. We have to see how how things shake out with life, but we plan to take our whole crew again to international. And we plan to we plan to have some very special visitors come to our markets over the next year and and work with our team a little bit. Oh, tell me a little bit more about that then. You, you, you well, some of the things are still in the works, so I have to, you know, mum's the word on some of them. The more information forthcoming when things are a little more solidified. But um, we've had Doug Kennedy come mm-hmm. and work with our team before during the shutdown when there was no conference. We flew him in and he was very gracious and left our team fired up. And uh, I would highly recommend doing that. I would have him again in a heartbeat. I'd, I'd love to hear that. I know um, Doug's actually been up here to Ontario. Uh, I didn't get to see him when he was here. He stayed at, uh, he was talking with Jane's Cottages, which is mm-hmm. a luxury, one of the only, it is the only luxury cottage company. And Jane has said that, that having Doug there for a few days was just a game changer for her. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so I think, and, and, and uh, at some point, we, you know, we've been having a lot of conversations with Steve Craig. He's become like an old friend. We text each other every couple of days, and you know, he's been working with us a little bit and is excited about the directions we're trying to take with our housekeeping and operations mm-hmm. and linens. And he's made himself readily available. So that's been really nice. That is great. I mean, that's this huge value of going to these events is that you make these connections that are lasting. I remember going to a home away conference and I think it was it was 10 years ago maybe more and that's when I first went met Matt Landau and mm-hmm. Tyan Marsink and they were both at that same conference and those are relationships that have lasted they've never waned and you know value those people in my life so you know so fully um, I agree completely. And you've become one of those people for us, Heather. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Maybe someday we'll get to actually see each other in person at a conference. That would be great. Well, I, you know, you, you sort of covered off um, a little bit of what uh, other events you, you were going to attend this year. So, you know, I'm planning on, on the international conference, much as I hate Las Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> but you know means to an end i just just want to go and get back into it and maybe the um maybe a darm conference too so so we should probably get together any others i'm i'm going to i'm speaking actually at the direct booking summit in miami in october have you heard of that oh, one awesome. i don't know that much about that one we might have to look into that we may have to look yeah. into that one and for us any vrm intel event is is on the table if travel mm-hmm. allows we we have attended the women's conference once and mm-hmm. uh if that comes around again that's a possibility as well for us we've got we already have a pretty, pretty busy travel schedule this year so we'll we'll fit in what we can but we're trying to remain active in that area and we have our next i guess our next big project launching is is in 
you know, technology-wise, you can really stay on top of this field is difficult. So we have a two-year-old website that works extraordinarily well, and we've just signed on to build a new website. So... (laughs) <laughs> excellent, excellent. We, I mean, we d- we did that two years ago, and and that was a game changer for us. Absolutely. Really made a massive difference. But our, our website had been going for a lot of years. It was it was very very dated. So so the contrast between the old and the new was uh, was was quite significant. Sure. Absolutely. But there's uh, you know even over the last that that the, there's another field where the technology just is is changing at an extremely rapid pace and. It's kind of unfortunate that what was, you know, something two years old can be viewed as outdated, but but it can. Mm-hmm. And in order to stay on top of the field, you kind of need to step mm-hmm. up to the new technology. So we're just starting that process now. I actually um, met a couple of people at this last conference that aren't yet using Breezeway. And this is not a plug for Breezeway, but I seriously believe at this point, if you aren't using Breezeway or something like it i don't even know how you would keep up you know that tool has been instrumental in our growth and in guest communications and in growing our google reviews i can't imagine life without it at this point yeah i second that i mean we we just use their text messaging and that was revolutionary last year you know one mm-hmm. um i talk about this a lot because you know like like you we're seasonal you know three of three months of the year are just absolutely maxed out for us and issues you know reported issues from guests and from owners take up a ton of time as you know and we incorporated breezeway text messaging and you you, i spoke to somebody last year and i I said this revolutionized the business how how can you know just text messaging do that and i said you just got to try it and find out and it reduced our issues by 30 35 percent Absolutely. And we took our Google reviews from maybe, I don't know, 20 or 30 to almost 200. Mm-hmm. And um, we use the guest messaging. A guest comes in and says, what a great time they have. We put that link right in their hands when they're in the car on the way home. Mm-hmm. And it's it's working beautifully. Yeah. So so tell me about, so, so do you find those Google reviews are really useful? We think that they're really useful from an SEO perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, Google likes reviews. Um, Google likes any social signals. And if it, in a competitive marketplace, if you're trying to rank well on your website, we think it's a very, very critical part. Yeah. I know, I know just as an ordinary user, if I now, if somehow Google has taught me that if I'm mm-hmm. looking at a company or a product, I look at the reviews. And oh, absolutely. And for owner acquisition, I can't remember the last time we've chatted with a new owner that hasn't checked on your reviews. Yes. Yeah. If you have 200 Google reviews with a 4.8, those three reviews you have on Yelp aren't so powerful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So so you've, you've sort of touched on what's next for Seaside. Uh, how far do you intend to grow? I always, oh boy. I always say this is, we differ a little bit. This is a funny conversation in our house. I always say that I don't want to be the biggest. I want to be the best. And I still stand by that. And um, we actually, I believe, turned away more homes this year than we took. We had a tremendous amount of growth in Ocean City this year. Thank you, Vacasa. I think we almost doubled our inventory out there. Our growth in Chincoteag has been a little slower, but just right on pace, right what we want. And there's another small town very close to us that has the same feel our town does. And we're slowly, we weren't really trying to branch out in that direction, but we've had owners come to us and say, 
I want to buy a home here and I want you to manage it. And this year we found ourselves with a small cluster of homes like that. So there we go. So yeah, it's so the, slow, controlled, careful growth, mm-hmm. um, being more selective. And the answer to that question, I think, is, is that we're going to continue to hone our craft and get better. And as we continue to improve our services, um, new owners come to us and ask for our assistance and as long as we can do a good job and, and control what we're doing, we, we don't know the end. We don't know the end answer, but we continue to grow a little bit. When we can't provide the same level of service to our guests and our owners, then I know we've gone too far and I don't want that. Yeah, I can understand that. So in this, in this period of, of growth, is there any one thing you feel that you have done that's carrying you through it and perhaps keeping your stress levels down a little bit? Making a few good hires and then knowing when is the right time to give your staff some additional responsibility and to trust them to make good choices if you're listening empower them yeah that was a big, that was a big word that came out of the conference now that i think about it empowering your staff i mean most of us did start out small and have scrubbed toilets and done everything and you know there were certain things that i in particular sometimes have a hard time letting go of and I need to for my own sanity I can't do it you know with 300 you know homes and Mm -hmm. and all of the owners so letting go of that a little bit and really you know creating a culture in our company that you know we've called it the seaside family and it encompasses our guests and our staff and our owners and we don't just preach it we've worked really hard to create it and it really has that feeling and it has had it has caused owners to seek us out because they want that relationship with their property manager. It has caused, you know, um, employees to seek us out. They want that feeling. They want to work in that environment. So our employees have become our, our biggest ambassadors and, and same with our owners. They're our biggest fans. You can't pay for that kind of advertising on social media and things like that. That's lovely. I love that concept of empowerment. Uh, You know, I know from my personal circumstances, I've been a micromanager for years and being able to step back the last three years, I've just stepped back and said, okay, guys, you go with it. And like, oh, well, they can. (laughs) And they're very, very good at it. Exactly. We would have never been able to take a 12 or 13 day trip like we just did without them. And they're amazing. We're very, very blessed. Is there anything else you'd like to share just before we wrap up? Sure. Um, you know, so being being around for a little while now, and, and I think every, with with the state of the industry and all of the merger and acquisition talk that's going on, I believe every company owner um, is working on one of two things, and everybody should either have an exit plan or a succession plan. And we're we're actually working on that as well, and I will tell you that our plan is not an exit plan. <laughs> You're really going to like this one when more information comes out. I think you'll be a fan. Excellent, excellent. But I'd like to point out, we're not retiring or going anywhere anytime <laughs> soon. We're just getting started. Well, that's fantastic to hear, and and it's been you know just a pleasure talking with you. We will get to do this face to face at some point. Yes. Absolutely. Sometime this year. So I will really look forward to that. I'd just like to thank you so much for giving up your time to to share your thoughts and your comments on, on the Chicago Spring Forum and just let us know how Seaside Vacations is doing because it's such a success story. Thank you so thank much. Thank you. And, and we appreciate you having us. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Thank you so much, Elaine and Lance, for joining me. That was that was terrific. We had quite the conversation after we stopped the recording. I learned a lot more. So excited to actually go and uh, and meet up with Lance and Elaine. Maybe at the Darm Conference in August. Maybe uh, at VRMA International. It always fires me up, you know. You know, I've I've sort of had a, a, a few days of of not doing a great deal as we're we're just getting into owner acquisition season now that the ice is off the lakes and it's going to get super super busy from next Monday onwards. So I've had a few days off. So talking to the stitchers just fired me right up again, got the motivation going. So I'm super excited to get this upcoming season off and running. So I'd love to hear from you, you know, uh, what conferences are you going to? What events are you going to? Is there anything that you'd love to go to, but you just need a little bit of help from somebody else to tell you whether it's right for you? I mean, get in touch and I'll certainly put you in, you know, I'll, I'll connect you with anybody that uh, that has been to these things and, and can give you a bit more insider information. I'm just determined not to suffer from any more FOMO because it, it really was it was tough to the point where I saw I'm going off Facebook. I don't want to see pictures of everybody having a great time and networking and presenting, etc. So uh, I'm just going to make sure I, I get to a few more from here on. So that's it for another week. Uh, always, always excited to be with you, knowing that, that you're listening to me perhaps when you're beginning to prepare your properties for rental for this season. Perhaps you're out on those last minute hikes enjoying some downtime before it does get busy. If you have a moment and would leave me a review, of course, I would absolutely love that. Just leave it, you know, on on your podcast listening platform of, of choice. The more reviews we get, the more people who come to the podcast and, and we're actually, our listenership is, is growing. It really is growing at the moment and, you know, getting up, you know, over 20,000 downloads each month which is absolutely amazing. It, it means people are still interested in listening about the business and hearing from all these great guests that I have. And I've got some really good guests coming up. So that's me for today. I'll look forward to being with you again next week. Thanks again for listening to this episode brought to you by Beyond. For more information and to connect with the Beyond team, visit vacationrentalformula.com forward slash beyond or simply click the link in the description section of this episode on your smart device. It's been a pleasure as ever being with you. If there's anything you'd like to comment on, then join the conversation on the show notes for the episode at vacationrentalformula.com. We'd love to hear from you and I look forward to being with you again next week.